On this episode of A Soul's Quest podcast, Omar and I are expanding on the mental significance of equal but different as it relates to our quest. Stay tuned. So we're talking about equal but different today. Yes, we are. We're talking about equal but different. Yes. And th- that's going to be an interesting episode. I can just see some backlash. Uh, at least it's kind of like a catnip. <laughs> What's that? Really? Oh, I don't know. Hopefully. You hope. I don't know. Some of the things that you're going to be talking about are a little bit, are going to be maybe a little strange to people. I think it will be a little strange. Yeah. But I think if people are logical, they'll begin to really see, you know. Mm-hmm. So logical. And, and then my role is to make sure that you... That the shit makes sense. That it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know, it's so. like, because sometimes I just babble, you know, mm-hmm. and I just, I mean, I I, I, I I, get some bullet points and I want to make sure that what I'm saying is makes some kind of sense, you know, but sometimes it doesn't, at least in my head it does. Right. I got you. Okay. Cool. So let's get started, right? Well, let's get started. All right. So we're going to start. I want to start this segment by reading a quote. Okay. All right. And this is by, well, it's from the book Jung and the Tarot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Focus. The terms masculine and feminine, as Jung uses them, are not intended to correlate with the physiological dichotomy of man-woman. For this reason, concepts such as yang and yin or logos and eros are helpful because they make it clear that what we are concerned with here are two life principles. And again, that's from Jung and the Tarot. Yeah. So what does that mean? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> one of the things that I want to be able to to express prior uh, to start talking about these things is that there is no denying, um, based of our powers of observation and deduction, that um, and based on, on, on the five senses, just the limited... If, if we're looking at life without any tools that we've created and with how, without everything, it's plain to see that there are differences between things and people mm-hmm. and animals, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're all for, different. We're all different in that aspect. And, it, and, it's, and it's, it's, it's important to say that because at the same token, we're all equal in the sense of we share the same ecosystem, you mm-hmm. know, which is the earth. Right. So you have that. But but I want to go back to the idea of understanding that there are different forces at play. And if you look at our world, and this is one of the great things that that um, our science has been able to discover, is that if you look at our world and you really deduce it and look at different points, you see that there are different energies in play. You know, philosophically speaking, we've called that the ethos and the arrows. You know the the yin and yang, the pl- pl- positives and negatives, um, and masculine and feminine. Right? These are attributes that we give to dualities. I mean, we had in our episode of dualities, we we set the foundation for it, mm-hmm. and we want to be able to talk about more of the mental, psychological, spiritual significance of those opposite energies and how they interplay within us. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's easy for in our physical, we we categorize things right, male and female. So the 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 traditional or, or and we see that changing, 
is that because we're so focused on separating and understanding a world of separation, we create female and we assign that with a side, side of weakness or, or less stronger and so forth and so on. Male, dominant, whatever, whatever, you know. And so we're going through those changes, but what we are failing to recognize, in my opinion, is that there's energies within us that we need to justify, that we need to make sense of them. Does that make sense? Somewhat. Like, what is it? Tell me what is it that you're not getting? Cause no, I'm just, you need to continue to elaborate. Okay. So, all right, sorry. <laughs> you're, you're on the path. Mm -hmm. I, I get what you mean. So we, we have a lot of equality. Like, yes. we both have equal things. We mm -hmm. have, you know, similar things. We breathe the same air, et mm -hmm. cetera. But we are different. And we have also labeled and created those differential or differences in the different categories in society yeah. and put ourselves in categories. And we've done that to our detriment mm -hmm. because we've, we're, we're, we're segregated, we segregated these two energies mm -hmm. and I'm going to focus on this episode mm -hmm. on, on the masculine and the feminine energies, mm -hmm. because those are things that are very Western um, in terms of our interpretation of how nature works, okay. you know, in, in ancient East religions you know prior to judaism in particular prior to that energies energies intermingled male and female goddesses always there was always an interplay of the two energies mm -hmm. you know it was when the the jewish tradition took over and created a monotheistic god that was primarily male and that's even questionable because if you start studying kabbalah you start understanding the difference of the two pillars of the and the center pillar and there's Mm -hmm. things documentations and in, in, in kabbalistic thought that you know disputes the separation and there's a reason for the separation but we begin, we've gained that through our history and we're so hyper focused on those those two things as separate material entities and we fail to recognize that the how those energies interplay within us you know, the masculine and the feminine, the yin and the yang, these two positive, you know, energies, how they interplay within us. And we need to do a better understanding of what those are. So what Carl Jung is referring to is those archetypal forces that are that are uh, primordial in our development. Okay, and what are archetypes so that we all, for people who may not know? Okay, so an archetype is... What a, are the archetypes? Is a certain figure... It's a certain concept that repeats itself over and over and over again throughout the cultures in the past, uh, in the way that we've that that in the way that that, that the energies in our bodies interplay through our subconscious and through our dreams. But these are energies that are primarily come out in in art. It comes out in situations. When we understand what those archetypes are, those are energies that are, that are afflicting us at a certain moment. When people look at Carl Jung and they look at the diagram of the collective conscious, there's only a few archetypes that come out from, from that particular part. You have the shadow, you have um, uh, the anima, the animus, mm -hmm. um, you have the, per the persona is what you believe in the ego. So you have all those different 
archetypes and and they symbolize male female the anime and the animus how it afflicts each in each human based on the gender i do a little bit differently the shadow which are the things that we need to be able to incorporate so the conscious the su- the, the those are parts of the subconscious the okay. or the subconscious that we truly don't understand and the way that that manifested throughout throughout human history is through images and what carl jung what uh emil durkheim what Joseph Campbell did is like they took all these symbols and and they 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 recognized them across different types of cultures mm-hmm. and psychologists you know um, I've, I've 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 heard Jordan Peterson talk about the archetypes and how they manifest in our lives and the importance for us to understand how they play in ourselves and being able to to merge those things so and why is it that they are so important why is it so important for us because to these are these energies things? that manifest in the life so in this episode we're talking about equal but different mm-hmm. which one is a better it's better female or male some people will argue that either male is or the female i mean you know this is an argument that it's happening in our yeah. in our in our culture mm-hmm. i think that what that is if i'm looking at it from my lens now from a lens of like wow what happens in t- inside of people it's it's to me it's kind of interesting to see how that play that that in a place in the larger scope of society but what it is is our inability to internally create a balance within those na- within the na- those natures inside of us Right. So traditionally, when you look at the archetype of the female, right, it's an archetype of number one, uh, the female, um, particularly after after the the invention of of monotheism, just a single God that the goddess, there was no goddesses. There was only one God and that God was male. You said monotheism? Yeah. Okay. It was just that the idea that there's only one singular God right. and that happened okay. that God was male. Okay. All right. What that did at that point was a really, really important shift in perspective because the energy of the God was encapsulated, uh, or the goddess was encapsulated by the, by the male. You know, prior to that, you have Zeus, Apollo, same God, but Hera ruled with Apollo and caused mayhem, and they both caused mayhem together. There were different goddesses that attributed to different energies, you know, energies of the harvest, you know, energies energies of, um, of, of wisdom. You know, you had Athena, you have Aphrodite. Mm-hmm. So you had, you, had a, you had the interchange of those... Those aspect because the feminine what it does is it's 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 a scary thing, the the, the feminine power or or the yang power mm-hmm. because it's creation, right? Mm-hmm. And creation is finite and it's, it's it creation is beautiful when it arises but it has the inevitability of being destroyed that it will come to a finality so it's woman that brings things to life you know we're the vessels you're the vessel exactly mm-hmm. that female but again this is the thing that it, it, when we're talking about this we want to make sure that we understand that these are energies just to say that just that oh, female encompasses all of that is somewhat erroneous mm-hmm. Because you and I both know there are females out there that are very different than thinking of themselves as a vessel or of a mm-hmm. conduit of creation. Mm-hmm. 
and and all and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you look at that, you look at that at at that energy. And that energy is one of creation, you know, fertility, um, innovation, bringing those type of things. Now, again, these are energies. Mm-hmm. On the opposite side, you have the male, you know, which is one of structure, you know, one of bringing into life the creation. So they're equal in the sense that without either one of these two energies, nothing new comes about. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be that dance constantly. Mm-hmm. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm still stuck on because that the question that I asked is why? What's what's the importance in understanding? Because this is what happens in you. Okay, mm-hmm. this is what happens in you. These two energies. Mm-hmm. Call again when we use terms, we have to understand the terms are limited. You know, words are limited to a certain perception of what something that we constructed. For the purposes of what we're talking about, about these energies that, that are inside of us, we have to be able to understand their significance and understand that this may be, it doesn't mean that I'm, a, I'm, that, I'm, that I'm a woman biologically or physically in the material sense. It's just me that, it just means that in certain situations for a man, it's important to tap into that creative vessel into that energy. energy. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And, and so the, what you're saying then is that some men and women mm-hmm. both suppress that and don't want to tap into that energy, mm-hmm. thus yeah. not tapping into the subconscious. Exactly. And thus not living a equilibrium life. And not living in balance. Harmony. Yeah. Okay. Again, it goes back to the gas and the mm-hmm. brake type okay. thing, right? Is I'm, let's let's take for instance um, an example of, of what I see a lot in, in 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 our culture. I mean, we see in the the the, the gender, gender wars, male this, male, you know. It's like it's it's a dance. It, it it is a dance of creation. If you have too much of one, we've seen how that works out in history. You know, it, it it's not good. Cre- um, Civilizations that thrived, civilizations that that progressed, always found a balance artistically or within the community to have the both. Well, there was always uh, there was always a deposit from both sides, exactly, to make things come about and bring things forth and and whatnot. So it's like we we need each other. It's exactly we're equal in the sense that we all have things to contribute. Mm-hmm. Either and again, it's in in society mm-hmm. at large. That's the macrocosm, macro, macro of it all. Oh, I can't speak to that. The macro of it all. And the individuals are the micro of it all. You know, what's above is below. You know, we are reflection of the universe. So all those things are happening within us too. We just have to be able to be cognizant enough about the effects that that has on the way that we think and the way that, that we feel. Because there's there's situations in which you can be just one thing. So just to sort of make sure that I understand and so that our audience and listeners are understanding too, what you're saying is that if we choose to live with this linear thought process of this is, I don't, mm-hmm. I've, and this is, I, I'm the dominant, I, 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 um, 
I don't need this or I don't need that. I don't need anybody's help and whatnot and so on and so forth. Then we are not fulfilling. We're not, we're not fulfilling ourselves um, adequately. It's true. We're not, we're not in balance. We're not in harmony. Yeah. So tapping into that subconscious and allowing those energies to arise feminine Mm -hmm. in my case, uh, male and tapping into those energies and understanding like that gives me a more fulfilling life. So just to bring it to like a really basic level. So mm-hmm. if I'm tapping into a male energy, right? Something that's within me that I'm like, whatever, mm-hmm. what does that look like? Well, the, think of the traditional male, right? Um, structure, mm-hmm. right? Making sure things stay in order. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure that, that society is, you know, that, 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 things progress in a steady form that there's order to the chaos quote unquote that could be creativity or that other aspect of it right Mm -hmm. so again the it's not looking at it as feminine or masculine this is the thing that i want to touch on that Mm -hmm. and i wanted to bring that up because if you look at the misconceptions when it comes to terminology this is what you see in our society and what people are fighting about the idea that we are equal, and but we're different. Mm-hmm. But the interplay of the sex, the sexes, is important, and and our our physical manifestation, understanding our physical manifestation of the sexes of those two energies, is important because this is how creation moves forward. Mm-hmm. New ideas, new terminologies, new things, new new stuff. And it gets confusing because the narrative is so confused as to what, the, what that physical representation of who I am is. Mm-hmm. It is such a per- pervasive, pervasive topic in our society that it gets confusing. Mm-hmm. And what is the right thing, you know? But those things, and I'm not a psychologist or anything like that, but I suggest is that our inability, we're getting to a point in which we are gaining more equilibrium between the, t- the, the two sexes or those two energies inside of us. Let's just talk about energies, not segue into energies rather than the physical manifestation of them. That we're tapping more into, into that, into the balance of those two because we're evolving. And it's funny because we look at it as this conflict of of confusion, but because we're going through all that confusion, there's going to be something new that's going to come along that is going to be a better integration of 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 a manifestation. I give you, for instance, an example of a person that I think what's really good at integrating the two is someone like Prince, mm-hmm. right? What was Prince? Was Prince a man? It's like it was like oh, you know, this guy, his creativity. I mean, the 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 flow of his body, you know, and and a lot of male artists. Yeah, he didn't live rigid. He didn't have. That. But it, but he knew how to integrate the masculine and the feminine aspect because the 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 opposite forces. He was able to integrate them the both to create. Mm-hmm things that were beyond his you know the scope of time and things that are you know his music is going to be around forever mm-hmm. you know and you see artists that have that those 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 creative free personas you know make mick, mick, mick jagger you know lenny kravitz you know you look at at those those are artists that encompass that that free flowing of nature so we're basically just to sum this up or to wrap this part up, 
we're limiting ourselves in a nutshell. We are because we, we're, we're, we're the, the social construct of what we think we are because biologically speaking puts us in a, in a, in a box okay. and it puts us in a physical box. But more troubling than that is that it puts us in a, in a psychological box in which we don't tap 100% to forces that could actually help us um, evolve and, right. and become better humans. Right. Okay. You know, that's the interesting part. And, and there, and the psychologists should help you be able to balance those forces. You know, I know that men are, men are, we've been conditioned really for millennia to disregard that aspect of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, and again, people might misconstrue this and say, well, you're just feminine. No, that's not what I'm referring to. It's the idea of vulnerability, Right. The idea of being able to be open, to be able to be, to tap more into the creative mm -hmm. aspect of ourselves. Um, and although a lot of men tap into that on, on, on creative, and there's a lot of great things that men have been able to accomplish, that men have created, but that's the energy of, you know, that idea, the vessel being that vessel for coming up with these innovations. It's an aspect of us that perhaps we need to put a little bit more water so that it could bloom and imagine what else we could do. Okay. So then on that note, how now that we have a, a basic understanding, at least of um, what you're talking about with archetypes and subconscious unconscious, can you, no. what do we do now? What, what does the individual do? Well, the first thing is really recognize it, you know, recognize, um, that there are two aspects of you, right? And now one is not better than the other. That's not the idea. It's like we got to get away from the, the either or mentality, right? And switch, switch it more to an or. That doesn't mean that you have to go out there and, 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 you know, change the way you dress or do whatever you want to do just to prove that you are more of this. It's not about that. It's again, this is a personal something that happens inside of you. It's not for it. It doesn't have to be for external things. And what I mean by that is like you have your moments of quiet and solitude in which you create whatever the hell it is that you want to do to be like a little kid again in your corner, to be able to allow yourself to feel anger, happiness, emotion, joy, um, having yourself, giving yourself that time to to be creative, you know what you're seeing right now with, with on, on the female side too is that you see a lot of them are really focused on careers. And, you know, I don't need a man. I don't need a man, and and that's great. That's what you want to do. Go for it. Whatever, you know. But when it comes to, to that energy, that's an energy also that drives you to a place in which you could end up lonely. Mm -hmm. And that is a very, you know, man, uh, you know, that, that energy that's very that driven energy to achieve, to achieve, to achieve, to be the best, to, to, to prove to others that, you know, I don't need anybody. That's also a two one-sided energy. And, and again, you could, a man could have that energy 
And a woman could have that energy, and then mm -hmm. they could have that other energy of being too giving or too loving or too open. Right. That he has to manage the two. So then to get back to my question, because mm -hmm. you're going back to defining the differences, and that's fine, that's great. Mm -hmm. But how does the average individual who watches this episode and says, what? Oh, like, how do they discover that within them if they actually have that? What do, what does the individual do? What are practical suggestions? Okay. I tell you what I've, how I yeah. come to recognize this within me, right? Um, I've been called that I'm very sensitive and I am very sensitive. I feel a lot of things and, um, and it's almost now like I use it like almost like a spidey sense because those feelings kind of give me like, oh, wait a minute. Something's not right. Mm -hmm. It's like you, it's like something's not good. Mm -hmm. And it's helped me like avoid situations, you know, that, that, that sensitivity. It, it, it has helped me to really be able to, to be more empathetic to other people. Because if I'm able to feel this, could you imagine how other people feel? It's like, wow. It's like, if, if there's something, I forgot exactly who said, who said it. It's like, if you know yourself did inside and out, you're able to know anybody in the world or something like something along those lines mm -hmm. that you're able to know the other if you go through your own internal hell. So listen to that, you know, document it, mm -hmm. you know, um, Uh, docu do documented yeah i think sometimes when people go through things like that when they go through these um emotional disturbances maybe that's mm -hmm. a, a good way to say it where they just feel like ugh, like they're melancholy or they feel whatever i mean i think i did that with you um a, a weekend or two ago where i was just saying you know i just woke up and i just I'm not mad. I'm not angry. I'm not sad, but I just feel melancholy. Yeah. And I need to explore what is happening within me and, yeah. and have an understanding. And so what I'm getting, what I'm, what I'm getting from you is that you have to be able to, when you feel that, because we all get melancholy, we mm -hmm. all get depressed, we all get sad, we all get real happy. We get all these things to be able to take a moment to sort of just examine and evaluate what in that moment is going on, particularly when you're feeling sad or when you're feeling mm -hmm. lonely or you're feeling whatever the feeling is, melancholy, you don't know what you're feeling, whatever, to be able to take the time to just feel it. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things that I've learned. Like I've learned that aspect, you mm -hmm. know, and part of my nature is that I'm very also um, agreeable. You know, I'm very agreeable. I'm very like friendly. Agreeable. Not to you. Oh, oh, to everybody else. Apparently. Oh, okay. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, fighting you words. just put them our fighting words. But anyway, so. You need to be more agreeable with me too. Exactly. <laughs> I feel you. But anyway, but I have an agreeable personality. But also that that's taught me a lot of lessons that, wait, wait a minute. That, that doesn't, that, you can't be giving that to everybody. It's like. You have to put, you have to set limits. Oh, you mean being able to say no? And being able to say yeah. no, mm -hmm. being able to okay. say no, you yeah. know. And, and, yeah, we've had those conversations. And, and, and have those conversations. Mm -hmm. And then being able to understand that. So, and, and, and you could say, well, you, I grew up with women and, they, and I'm able to, and I grew up with public servants and around public servants, both male and female. So I seen this, so this kind of, but you have to also, but again, this is how we manifest because even though you have that upbringing, 
and you know ken was his public servant betty my mother mm-hmm. all these people in public service so you are able to see like the kindness and and, and you're able to see how people take advantage of them right but also, if you're not aware that that is a, a, an attribute, an energy of yours to be compassionate, mm-hmm. to be caring and loving, right? But you also need that other energy to be able to say balance it out. You need to balance that out, yeah. Because you know, at, at some point, it's going to take its at toll. some point, it's going to take its its point, yeah. But you, but the first thing is that you have to understand your primary 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 disposition of your persona, right? And, and persona is like the mask that we put out on the world the the idea of who we are mm-hmm. that's the that's what people see is like our calling card mm-hmm. so you have to be able to understand that and some of us are leaning more towards the rigid this is who I am others are more sensitive you know uh intuitive that goes to the judging and sensing see so young when he came to the to the the archetypes he utilized he utilized a lot of these concepts in creating the 16 personalities mm-hmm. you know the sensitivity and and, and the, the and the intuitive intuitiveness versus the the sensing mm-hmm. and, and and so this approaches interplay within us so you have to understand yourself and you have to understand the the tendencies that you have as an individual, and then being able to figure out a way to c- counteract that mm-hmm. and balance that, mm-hmm. because if you don't, you're going to be too la- one sided, and you you either then once you either go into extremes, you either become the oppressed or the oppressor, and if any switches, so it's yeah. like so when I look at at what's happening in society. And the way that my mind works is like, holy shit, these are the energies interplaying like we, we in us, in our culture. You 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 put a, a situation, two ideas, two opposite ideas playing around. Equal points, they could probably come together and if they balance each other out, come up with something great. Yeah. But we are so we yeah. focused on those polar opposites and then our identification with those polar opposites. That there is no way that 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 nothing would happen unless, as individuals, you start making choices. Right, you start working on yourself by noting this stuff out, getting to know what are your tendencies. Are you more intuitive? You know that you are um, um, judging. Are you more of a left brain than a right brain? Like you could go back and forth with all these terminologies for all these different things, right? They're equal, but they're different because they need it's a interplay between the two, mm-hmm. and it's not a balance. Because again, if you have a balance, it means you got fifty fifty of each. It's not. It won't work because situations change it, and there's a flow. So it's almost like you have to maneuver it, mm-hmm. like like so. You know, and like it's beautiful. It's like when you see it, it's like holy shit. It's just kind of like this is kind of cool, and then you see it happening in you, and then but then you also see it happening out there. So you got to start with you. To me, document it. You know, I journal. I keep all that stuff. Um, I meditate because, and I I meditate a little bit differently. I just I like to feel all the dirt. Like I I like getting down to like okay, I'm feeling shitty. Why do I feel shitty? Like, I want to hear it all. And then, uh, okay, 
this doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. and move forward i don't know why i got a high tolerance for pain when it comes to that stuff but that's what i do um and then you and you and then as you go you start learning more you start understanding more about your interactions with people mm-hmm. it's a process and it's so, a process yeah. okay. and it's a process that makes sense yeah okay. now i get it so that's good. I hope it makes sense. No, it does make sense. It makes good. But it again, makes good sense. I don't know. I just think yeah. that at the end of the day, if at some point for the individual, there is a breaking point. There's a breaking point for all of us. So we mm-hmm. get to a place where people call it a midlife crisis, or mm-hmm. you know, they have a meltdown, or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. And I think that is that that breaking point that people get to, and they don't acknowledge that that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's an, it's when you get to that point. That you're like, whoa! I need to like step on the brake now because I, I'm just lost. I don't know what I feel. I don't know. And that's the moment where you start to evaluate like what's going on. I mean, I had that happen to me. You know, like A I say, twenty happened to it's me. Happens to me all the time. And I have to stop. Time out. I gotta. What is happening? Why am I feeling this way? And just really go through the process. You know, and that's yeah. hard to do for some people. I think it's it's hard. It was hard for me to do in the beginning. It still is, but I think that. Ultimately, what happens is it is like I mentioned earlier, and you've also mentioned is that you get to a place where when you tap into those energies and you understand them and you allow them to breathe, if you will, um, and coexist Mm -hmm. within the individual within yourself, that you are arriving at a place where you feel more balanced and you feel more harmony and you feel happy and more joy. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I get from this. So We know this was a confusing topic. Make sure you leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. And for more information, visit us at asoulsquest.com.